0: Tonight's episode of Cinema Under the Stairs is brought to you by... Oi, oh, right at the back! Mickey Miller's Conservatory Fitters here. We're top-nosh at this. I've been doing it an age and a day, no know what I mean? In fact, I'm fitting one right now. Oh, I lost my foot in oh, wrong shit! Oh, Gotta run!
1: Hello you, welcome to Cinema on the Stairs podcast episode two, the troublesome second album. This is your alternative source for movie talk, movie news, television and all things geekdom. I'm your co-host Sal from Cinema on the Stairs, also lovingly known as Cuts, Oxford's underground cinema, probably the world's greatest cinema. I'm joined today by all of the Cuts crew. Rance. Yeah, right. Wazza. Hi. Jimbo. Evening. And Joe. Hello. <laughs> on today's show we'll kick off with all the latest movie news from jimbo followed by today's episode spotlight segment sports movie which we all fucking love but not as much as rants here who's probably seen every single sports movie rants no yes he has no and he'll be delving into the <laughs> ge- he'll be delving into the genre which we're all looking forward to after that we've got a new segment wazzes after a, a massive um uh call from the uh from the public wazza's well of weirdness in which wazza spends a long evening in his sex shed with a netflix subscription and all the paraphernalia he needs and he comes back to the real world with what he's learned after which we'll be taking your messages comments from below which joe will be um taking throughout the whole show so please start dropping your comments saying how shit this sounds and he'll get back to you um so please start sending any topics uh, for us to discuss then we'll wrap up the show with any recommendations that we've been getting into recently um okay so let's kick off with uh Jimbo News Time, where he chose the internet and re delivers days old movie news like a mother owl regurgitating a semi decomposed field mouse from his gullet into your screaming virgin like ears. Jimbo
2: <laughs> News Time. Uh, you've not got a news jingle. <clears throat> so uh, we're going to open news, sad news. Uh, the passing of Chewbacca, Peter and me. Ah. <sighs> died the other day.
3: Yep.
2: <laughs>
3: it's a few of them that are gone
4: this year, I, though, right?
2: Yeah, I think Joe's, Joe's Chewbacca is better. Uh, is
3: he?
5: Say
2: Joe's? Here we go, Joe.
4: Hold
5: on.
0: <coughs> what the <laughs> fuck was
2: that? <laughs> that's <like> Fuzzy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> go on
1: then, Jim, I'll
4: keep going. That was Peter, when I, when Peter did.
2: Mayhew didn't do the Chewbacca noise. That oh. was sound engineers later on. He was just the tall man. Ben in the Burt. Suit. Ben Burt did it, I think. Well, that's right, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Seven foot two he was. He was pretty tall. You
3: had bad cool. knees for a very,
2: very long time. Yeah. You would do if you were seven foot too. Yep. So that's the sad news. Yeah. All right, let's have some Here's good news. Here's the good news! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one for you, Wait. actually, Simon.
1: Go on, go on, go on.
2: Uh, Tribeca Film Festival the other day, mm-hmm. uh, Apocalypse Now, mm. the final cut, 40th anniversary.
1: Wow, so
3: after the redux?
2: <laughs> yeah, so basically the redux added uh, 49 minutes. The final cut takes off 20 of those minutes again. Okay. So it's somewhere between the theatrical and the Redux.
3: Oh right. Okay, that sounds interesting.
2: But fully remastered, 4K, all new audio.
3: Oh, I do love that film. I'll definitely uh, be signing up for
2: that. Excellent. uh New.
1: I haven't paid any attention. I was completely just <laughs> focusing on that bitch on the wall. So,
6: <laughs> so, so <laughs> is a, is ap- don't know what the fuck you were talking about. Is Apocalypse now the film with the Doors song at the end?
5: At the beginning, at the beginning, at the beginning. Do they
6: play the full, full version? This is the end.
5: My only friend. The end. end.
3: That's the beginning. Beautiful,
2: beautiful. Moving on. Thank you. Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith has not made a good film in a long time. Mm, It's very true.
3: But I'll be talking about one of his best tonight.
2: All right, we'll come back to that. Um, Have you seen the trailer for Aladdin? So the first trailer, the film looks terrible. Taking it's not looking too bad. Will Smith is the new uh, genie. Is is he blue? He's partially. He's blue sometimes.
1: Mm. Okay. He's not. All right, so that's what really I need blue. to know. He needs to be blue.
2: He's not Robin Williams though.
3: Why are they making this film?
2: Is it
1: Disney? Yeah. Money. Yeah. No, Disney. <laughs> oh,
3: cheers.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Disney. Um. That's
2: why they make most films.
1: Since the Jungle Book, I think was that John Favreau did his Jungle Book. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So so since that was a massive hit, you know, it's basically. Rehashing the classic Disney animated movies, but in real life, I'm doing my finger bending things right, here okay. because it's like CGI, obviously. Okay. Um, so we've got Lion King coming up. Lion King. This Aladdin. year. Who's Aladdin. who's in Lion King? Lions? Yeah. Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. Um, She's a lion. Childish Gambino. What's his name? Donald Glover. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Is He's he he Simba. Simba. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. I can't remember the rest of the cast, but no, an, an amazing cast for that. that. That's gonna that's gonna go. Aladdin crazy. sounds fucking shit.
2: Right. Next. Okay. So. Um, Will Smith has another new movie coming out um, directed by Ang Lee uh, Which is called Gemini man,
3: I've heard about this so that's produced by Jerry
1: Bruckheimer, okay, this sounds sci-fi is it sci-fi? Yeah, it's quite sci-fi. It's cool.
2: Will Smith is both uh, of the main characters Will Smith at age 50 is Will Smith mm-hmm. and then a clone of Will Smith aged 25 okay. is hunting him and they're uh, They're assassins.
1: Did he end up fucking each other? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that would. You want to sell it? I've not you want to see young Will fuck old Will? Yes, please. Bosh, there's your money.
3: Will stiff.
2: <laughs> so, um, uh, obviously Will this stiff. is um, <laughs> going on the back of Captain Marvel with Samuel L. Jackson being completely de aged yep. in that film. That's great. Have you read how they do that? It's Captain Marvel. The
5: well, uh,
1: they use some prosthetics and then they t- do some graphics on top, don't they? Yeah. So
2: I assumed it was going to be three D, like um, uh, like would used in Star Wars for Carrie Fisher. And, you know, she oh. Looked, she looked. Like oh no no no! He's re, they're really
1: there, no, but she wasn't there at all. That, that she that's wasn't Captain, there at all, right? Yeah. Okay, but I thought it was going to be three D modeling, yeah, yeah. but
2: it's not. It's just like um, they just Photoshop every frame.
1: Oh wow! You know, twenty four frames. Oh really? A second and they just Photoshop them. Basically. So they don't, they don't put like a, a skeleton of it over, over no, it. No, and it's then not three D. It's two D. Wow. Uh, oh shit! So so it's literally painting on top of this of, yeah. of, the, of, the, of this of this. Just um, two D'sing of every scene. Cool, okay. Well, well it's, it's working.
2: Yeah, well, it was good in Captain Marvel. Yep. So yeah, Will Smith. Um, sticking with uh, Marvel films, which and wa-
1: Rance and weather love.
2: <gasps> uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Woo! Made lots of money.
1: Great review, by the way, by the Cuts Crew. Let's check it out.
2: So oh, Doctor. Exactly, the Cuts it. Crew.
1: Is oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> just the cut that could bought that that like spandex.
2: The the sorry. best. <laughs> sorry, Jim. Back to you. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. The Spider-Man films coming out next.
1: Mate, you should. You really should be. The, you, I am an MCU fan, but <laughs> these guys can get really pissed off if we just talk about all. MCU. No, no, no it's, Every, fine.
2: it's always the news. Segment. But it's yeah. the news, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's true. True. yeah deal with it, Rant.
1: That's, That's what people are watching. Man. Deal with it. Yeehaw.
2: Okay, move on quickly then. Uh, s- sticking with de aging and uh, the '90s, mm-hmm. the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Oh, great! Uh, before we talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, wait, you,
1: wait, 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 Joe just put both fists in the air. <laughs> Do you re- did you really like the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? I saw
4: the trailer. I thought, Do you know what, I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're fucking nutter. It looks horrible. I was just speaking to Steve, a friend, um, and yeah, he's thinking because he looks terrible. You know they're redesigning now the the Sonic design okay, so after the, backlash.
2: The, the trailer came out. Everybody saw Sonic the hedgehog with his weird human teeth, um, and his funny shaped feet, and the backlash was awful. <laughs> and the the director has now tweeted that okay, we're going to redo all the CGI that wasn't final. We're sorry, we'll we'll do it again. Wow. Which is obviously going to set the release date back. Quite I a think
1: uh, Joe's going to put up an image up on um on the screen now, so we
6: could. Uh, Jimbo, why did they do that? <laughs> <Marty>? <laughs>
2: Well, it's a, it's one of those things, you know. It's like uh, '90s nostalgia. That's what they were going for. The trailer was quite funny, where they talk about. Um, <gasps> we're just looking at the image.
1: Looks <laughs> <laughs> fucking horrible. He's got weird, teeth I as well. We've weird, weird, seen the image. Weird teeth. teeth. Where, have you, where
4: have you seen the teeth?
6: Sorry, Jimbo, you're saying the trailer was quite funny. Uh, they they
2: reference the Rings. That's obviously a core element of the game. They talk about this is the genesis of a new hero. Well, do you know what? So b- it was all playing on the '90s nostalgia, and then you've got Jim Carrey who has been de-aged, essentially, because he's come back as if it's Jim Carrey from the 90s. Has he been a, de-aged? As he's he? Not been, been, f- f- he looks <laughs> the same, but he's acting as if he was, you know, back when he did The Mask and The Riddler, etc. Well, as you
1: said, there's a massive backlash. Um, the company now have said that they're gonna redesign, they're gonna redesign the Hedgehog from start again, which I don't know. You know yeah, and
2: redo all that CGI. That's, that's that just sets weird. the film back a couple of years.
1: So, uh, a friend of mine, Steve, thinks this is actually all pre-planned. They like the idea that they put a shit Sonic out to start with, get a discussion going, everyone's talking about this fucking stupid movie. Yeah, um, that's and quite a risk though. And uh, it is a risk. Uh, and they're talking
3: about it, they're not necessarily saying, let's go and see it. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, it looks horrible. Do
6: you think this is going to help like those people that want to save hedgehogs? <laughs> 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 like, no, seriously, you get the Hedgehog Preservation Society, it's really important. Uh, and, uh, and that uh, might well, bring it's... like hedgehogs back into like people's minds a lot. And then they're thinking, well, how do we save these it took guys five minutes
3: and we're in paradise <laughs> <laughs> well
6: i just think it's it's good because because my son's doing uh some homework on woodland animals he's got to choose one animal tell and him to th- fucking screw up front <laughs> a bin and place on the hedgehog instead it'll be much happier <laughs> that's a bit mean so so he's chosen a hedgehog and i think that's great because now i can Get him to watch this and see if he can adapt it slightly and like talk about sonic the hedgehog
1: this fuck is blue and jumps through rings
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not, not the ones in the garden yeah i don't think it's very accurate to actual hedgehogs
1: do you know when it's released the sonic movie
2: well, it, well i presume it's be it this summer I, it, so, yeah. um, I mean it'll be up there with you know films like super mario and warcraft both excellent computer game adaptations that's
1: what we need to talk about uh what about mortal combat Oh, that was good. The oh. Street Fighter with Kylie Minogue. Yeah. Was Van Damme in Street what? Fighter? Yes. yes, he was. Guile so was he? Who was guiled. in
2: yeah. Mortal Combat then? Nobody.
1: Nobody even famous.
3: That was an eighteen, wasn't it? Well, it yeah, it, it was should have been. Violent, yeah.
4: yeah. I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got, Jimbo? Uh, that's, that's it. it that's the news. Seventh of November, twenty nineteen. Sonic the Hedgehog out seventh of November, twenty nineteen. We can get uh, to he was in the zone. He was, was in the, the zone. zone. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, okay, so thank you, Jim, for the news. I want a jingle next. Time. We'll do a jingle. Um, nice. Now it's uh, the spotlight segment, which is sports movies. This is our thing now. This is what we're going to be talking about today. It's sports movies. We all fucking love sports movies. I love sports movies. Mm. Everyone here does, apart from. I don't think Jimbo does, because we just went through the list. I don't think Jimbo likes movies. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing
2: here? I've seen Rocky.
1: You've seen rocky and a karate kid okay so so simon rants who mm-hmm. is our uh guru of sports movies um he's seen fucking shit loads he's got books on him and stuff um simon
3: hi yes i have seen shit loads of sports tell movies. about
1: tell us tell us and all the listeners about this genre of movie
3: well um there are many sub genres inside the sports movie genre and um, many of the films follow a very similar code you've got a lot of a uh, zero to hero a lot of redemption, coming together of enemies, etc. Um, they don't all have to end with the uh, hero winning the day. The hero can lose, as in Rocky,
1: but um, they have to have. Uh, did he? Did he draw the first film, the first match, the first fight? Was Rocky one? Was it a draw? And then the second one, he beats Apollo.
3: No, no, he, l- he loses. He, lose he the loses the first one. Yeah, he but he gets lifted up in the air because of... He loses against
1: Apollo Creed, doesn't he, in Rocky? I thought it was a draw. It was a draw. That's why he was... Se- why would you celebrate so much if he lost? Was it just because of the... Because he, he was a nobody it. that
3: came from the streets. And I, it was set up by Apollo Creed's agency,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. But I, I thought it was a draw. I'm pretty sure it was a, a draw. That's okay. why he was saying, I want a rematch. I want a rematch. He kept on shouting Joe, at Apollo at the end. Joe check out Joe's Joe's on the You'll interwebs on um yeah so yeah they going. don't
3: all have to win anyway right but they do have to show blood sweat and tears turmoil etc throughout the film laying down body and soul <clears throat> on the line for the greater good so these types of films are like uh, Mills and Boone kind of romances for alpha males and these are very much my guilty pleasure in cinema the morals are extremely obvious the soundtracks are very very stirring that they're actually more manipulative.
1: soundtracks are great.
3: Um, then you have the comedies. Uh, comedy sports films uh, come into two categories generally. You have the kingpins, the caddyshacks. These are kind of like full of puke gags and stuff like that. Uh, sex jokes, slapstick humour and the like. And then there's a slightly more subtle form of comedy sports movie like Tin Cup, White Men Can't Jump, Bull Durham, Best of Times, all of which have a chap called Ron Shelton attached to them. He's either written them or directed them. Um, we'll talk a bit about him later, I guess. Well, certainly some of his films. The comedy, drama, sports movie is his forte, totally. And then you have uh, kind of the kid stuff, the Sandlot. Um, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Mighty Ducks,
1: D2. D2, you? what's D2? That's the sequel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit like T2. Um, what's,
3: what else What else we got there? So we've got Sandlot, Mighty Ducks. Love Space Sandlot. John. What Space Jam. Space Jam, and then you've got highbrow movies. So highbrow can sometimes mean more serious, but can generally mean more miserable. Mm. Raging Bull,
5: mm. Foxcatcher,
3: Million Dollar Baby, Eight Men Out, Friday Night Lights, Ali, and then you've got a sort of subgenre within that subgenre, which kind of teeters on the highbrow stroke Mills and Boone seesaw, like me Sea some. Biscuit. Okay, The Natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, you've got within that mainly American movies that we'll be talking about today, because I think they're pro- probably the most cinematic, um, boxing especially, mm. um, basketball, baseball, and American football, both
1: college and NFL. And and you're also a big. Uh, American sports fan. I'm a big baseball, is fan is and is baseball fan. Is baseball the biggest sport in America? Was it American football? What is the biggest sport? Is it basketball? Which, what sport is it out of those three? Well,
3: money wise for players, or do you mean biggest
1: watched? Uh, biggest watch, I would biggest say. Biggest
3: watch is still baseball just because there's so much of it. But I would say the
1: NFL is probably more popular. So the world series final, that's a thing I suppose, is it? The baseball well, thing.
3: World series is, uh, yeah, that's the end of the, but basketball. I keep on
1: hearing like the most expensive ad time mm-hmm. is, uh, uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl is, yeah, totally. It's so there's w- more people watching the well, there's Super Bowl only final. only one game, right?
3: That's the thing. The World mm-hmm. Series is a group of games. It's the best of. Okay. So the Super Bowl, yeah, the Super Bowl ads time is like the biggest. I mean, that, that's like watched religiously, bizarrely, okay. but it is America. Cool. Okay. So I've got a list of movies that we can go through, um, starting with… Are these your
1: favourites, are they? Well,
3: they're f- <clears throat> they are my favourites, but they're definitely not the best, if mm. that makes sense. Some of them are. But like and why
1: would you say well, if you're saying they're not the best well, not the best in your your eyes in regard or not the, so they're not the best in regards to the general consensus of, of sportsmen so if you look at say the IMDB top 10 or something some of them that you've well, just no, I adopted. would say I would
3: say a lot of these would be in there but some of them probably wouldn't I mean I'm basically uh, when I'm saying that I mean like Raging Bull is obviously a wonderful film that's in there the hustler is also a wonderful film that's not in there. I've gone for more slushy stuff mm. which is the guilty pleasure side of it. Nice, cool. So I'm going to start off with Coach Carter.
1: Yeah, that's a Samuel L. Jackson, right?
3: That is, yeah. Um that's two- on
1: Netflix right now by the way, guys, if you want to oh, nice. check it out.
3: That's worth seeing. That came out in 2005, directed by Thomas Carter about Ken Carter. So all the Carters. And that's basically um about a uh a teacher, sorry, not a teacher, but an ex high school player, played by Samuel Jackson, who goes back to Richmond School, which I believe is in Oakland, a very deprived area, and the whole point of the film is the balance between education of students and sports.
1: And is that a trope as well? You're saying there's an ex, he's an ex player. There's also this like redemption thing because like Moneyball has the ex baseball player Billy Bean. Yep. Um, and then you have coaches from Rocky movies and stuff who were like, like yeah, they couldn't yeah, they, yeah. they couldn't get to the goal they wanted to, but they're they're, they're pushing it onto their. Um, apprentice or what have you is that? Yeah, is that well, another... c-
3: kind of. I mean, his son's character features heavily in it, but he is—he uh, is education first, sports second. That's the whole point of the film, right? So the team start. He turns the team around. They start doing amazing, but the point is, their grades are still absolute shit. One of them gets involved in drug running with his cousin. His cousin gets shot. All of a sudden, he wants to be back in the team. The whole point of the film is. He disbands the basketball team until their grades come up to a level where they are eligible to go to college. Mm. And the school don't give a fuck, but he's the only one who cares. Of course. And the team come round to his way of thinking, and uh, it all works out in the end. They don't win the national championship, but the point is, the, I think it's five of the starting team do go to college and get scholarships.
2: Is that a spoiler? that's a
1: massive
3: <laughs> <spoiler>. <laughs> so guys yeah, forget that netflix well, show. it's a true going, story
1: i was going to watch this film i wasn't I listening wasn't <laughs> yeah like i saw you it. So you're just <laughs> like shifting off i there. was off
3: for one <laughs> yeah that, that is a huge fucking spoiler okay i won't do that with the next one watch okay. that
1: then and then uh next one nah, up, i think she puts no nah, i knew she didn't put spoilers
3: next one up is called blue chips have you heard of that
1: no i haven't heard of blue chips has anyone why is it that? have you heard of i haven't heard of that i haven't heard of a lot of these
3: so basketball movie set in the NCAA world of NCAA. So the National Collegiate American Athletics or Athletics Association. So college sports, exactly. Yeah. Now, this is, yeah, it's, it's absolutely huge in America. So the, the moral of this story, and um, well, the moral of this story is basically about corruption, starting at the college level before it hits the pros. So colleges are going to high schools, throwing money at people, well, backhanders. You're not elect- money's never normally exchanged, but you know, mama's house is paid off. Mm. there's a car, blah 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 mm. blah blah. So it's all about that. And uh, the great thing about this is directed by William Friedkin, director of the Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And it's a Ron Shelton script, so this is the first time he crops up tonight. And Nick Nolte is the head coach. Fantastic. That sounds
1: perfect already. Yeah. He's
3: and the first five, it's worth watching just for the first five minutes of him after a loss, smashing the shit out of the locker room and screaming at his players. It's amazing. Cool.
1: Joe, can you check if that's on Netflix or any other streaming services? I thought you would be. I thought you would be. So,
3: Blue Chips, I think, is a must watch. That's a, that's a cracker. Um, next up, Rocky. Way! Made in 1976, directed by John G. Avildsen and famously written by Sylvester Stallone.
1: Yes, yes. No, I know
3: there. I know you're a big fan of this movie, Sal. I love this film. So over to you on this one.
1: Uh, I've got early memories of this film. My, me and my dad used to watch it quite a lot. Uh, I remember just being on the sofa with him, watching Rocky at an early age. I think I must have been about seven or something. And and being so heavily invested in this movie. It's quite, kind of strange, because I've got a seven-year-old, eight-year-old boy now. And I'm wondering, would he sit down and watch Rocky, the way I would watch Rocky? I think I there's... Think they've got all this entertainment now at at the tips of their fingers and stuff um that they could just do something else you know i think you're kind of bored when you're an 80s kid 70s kid when you've got something new in front of the tv screen you watch it you sit down there's nothing else to fucking do
3: my son made it through the first half an hour and then he was just like what's going on Mm. Yeah, he'll yeah he went through the whole of creed and creed 2 no problem
1: yeah because it gives you so many feels and um it, it, it's shot beautifully obviously it's you know it's grimy it's uh overcast skies all the time um he's an interesting character you know he talks funny um and you realize that's actually how he talks all the time you know i think he, they, they they were calling him like the, the new brand the new uh De Niro. they were advertising that i remember that um, oh yeah when it came out yeah, um, yeah. i mean so this it is, it is the new brand this is the new, and everyone's like Fuck, and he got nominated for an oscar right i think for the best screenplay but was he nominated for an actor as well I don't know. Maybe Joe. Okay, Jojo can t- check that out. Um, I think people kind of hoodwinked. Like fucking no, this guy's playing like. Uh, but I
3: mean, the thing is, I mean, obviously, it's one of those. It's one of those films which like gets stitched into our generations like DNA,
1: and you go back to it, and it's
4: so fucking good. It's a know great know
1: film. I mean? The music was it Bill Conti that Bill Conti, yeah, yeah. the fanfare Christ. of that.
3: Oh God, and I was thinking of you because I listened to that today. And the original fanfare from the soundtrack—if
1: you listen to it all the way through—it's mm. got that piece in it that you love. The anyway. bells, the bells coming in like it's ding, 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 it's like, some, Fuck me! That's right at the end. Crescendo yeah, crescendos yeah. to that. And like, I'm, my, my hair's going up already right now. Yeah. I remember watching that final fight with my dad, and like I just wanted to go jogging after a straight away. Yeah. I went to go yeah, train. Yeah, I was like yeah, seven. Yeah. Like. This is fucking great! It just gave me this um this hope and this belief. Well, that's the special things that sports movies do, mm.
3: right? They they really do. Even if it's complete bullshit, they're just like yeah.
1: Yeah, it's the it's the hero you tale. Know. It's the hero tale. So and it works absolutely,
3: well. and uh, and I think Rocky Rocky's also really interesting because like Stallone's character to start with, I mean he's a he's a collector for a loan shark who breaks people's fingers. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So it's just like although he's like a, this kind of lovable doofus. The guy's, the guy's job is to like bust people up who mm. don't pay back money. Well, how was
1: Rocky growing up in um, South Africa? Were you uh, a fan of it when you were growing up?
6: Oh yeah, totally. I mean, it, it was a different story in South Africa growing up through apartheid, like from- I thought you meant they changed it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and we, we got mainly American films and there was a lot of censorship. So our local video store would, would stock Funny enough, lots of sport movies because South Africa, the, well, the white population, totally sport-mad, rugby, cricket, the work. So somehow those films got in and Rocky was huge. I remember watching it and just as you said, like when I was a kid, I, when I finished watching it, I'd like run outside into the garden and I felt power, you know, yeah, like just yeah. the fresh air and you just feel so good. Like this is human endeavor. I wasn't thinking of it like that at the time, obviously, as a kid, but now I, I can sort of reflect on it and realize that it's it's about people like pushing their limits and succeeding and overcoming and like going through that next barrier so yeah that's it was it was exciting for us
2: Simon you mentioned that there's the classic tropes of sports films this obviously has the classic trope of the training montage oh and yeah. surely oh has yeah. it been done better
1: with the eggs <laughs> or 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 from everything eggs. from from the eggs from the catching the chicken and then running through running Philadelphia up and the up the steps to so run the uh, win but Rocky
3: but win but 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 oh fuck me that's man, outside yeah, yeah. the um, is it the, it's the museum of art museum of modern art is yeah, it in, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia yeah. Yeah. and they've actually put a statue there yeah yeah which yeah. you know whether you love Rocky the movie or not is fucking stupid you think Because he so? ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, man, it's there's, the there's statues
1: of Peter Pan all over London and stuff, you know. He's real, that? man. He's in Kensington Sorry, Gardens. kids. There's,
3: a, there's one of Sherlock Holmes in Baker Street. Well,
1: there you go. So yeah, what are you no, talking
3: about? But, uh, it's, but outside such a beautiful building, and, like, he's front and centre.
1: It's <laughs> a bit odd. Don't you think? I'd rather watch Rocky. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Okay. Right. Uh, well,
4: by the way, you can go and watch it on Amazon after this. Uh, go and watch it on Amazon Prime right after this podcast is... And uh, but
1: if you're from Oxford, don't because I think we'll probably put it on cuts at one point soon. I think. Yeah, I think. I I think.
3: I think that's definitely a cuts movie. Yeah, so so we'll be showing that so far. Next up is Foxcatcher. Yes. uh, Released in 2014, directed by Bennett Miller. Um, Very, very different to um, so so many sports movies. This is a, a total tragedy. Um, about the wrestling team and the DuPont family. Yeah. And some, th- I think the most moving thing about this is the performances of the film. Amazing. Steve, um, Steve Carell. And completely transformed
1: with the prosthetic nose and stuff. Chang Tatum's amazing. Amazing.
3: And one of my favourite actors, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, the Hulk. Yeah. You must, you so, must yeah. love, you must love about, the Avengers. I was about to say, and one of my favourite actors, the Hulk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a great Hulk. You should see him Isn't in Endgame. Isn't he the dude though that got like almost fired for like giving away so much shit yeah, about Yeah, he was pretty bad at holding any spoilers in, him and Tom Holland. Yeah, so my my
3: boy showed me that and like, he hadn't just done it once though. Yeah. He's just done it like six times.
1: Yeah, so before... And wasn't um, he streaming the before, film before, illegally before, or something? Before, no, no, I don't think he did that. But before like Infinity War, he literally said, yeah, they all die. And, <laughs> you, know, like, and you see the, um, the other guy... Don Cheadle, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, oh my God, oh my God, I fucked it. So who's Don Cheadle in The Avengers? He's War Machine. Oh, that's Iron Man's enemy? It's Captain Planet. No, it's buddy. That's oh, his buddy, is it?
3: Oh, fuck, I don't know.
1: Jesus. <laughs> get with it. Anyway, All go right. on, carry on, sports movies.
3: Okay, next.
1: Hoosiers. Yeah, so I tried to get this last night. Not illegally. I want a Netflix. I Holy want an Amazon moly, Prime. Holy moly, that's a home run. And, um... But, uh yeah i couldn't find the fucker but you said it's under a different name in the uk did you say oh uh, it's it's called best shot okay well I, I, which is know. terrible name. you know who's you know you know you know when you type in a movie name and it says oh we've got films like who's so uh, they did okay. recognize who's so that Hoosiers. came out in 1986 with gene hatman
3: uh with gene hatman and dennis hopper
1: right Fucking
3: great yeah it's and it is fucking great it's basketball? amazing it's basketball and who's uh, if you don't know just means native of indiana the state of Indiana. And uh, obviously you know that because you're American, Joe, right? No, I didn't know that. Okay. And I'm not American. Oh, I thought you were. Yeah, you are. <laughs> anyway, so... That's boring, so, then. Um, this is another high school drama, um, but this is a real uh, proper kind of tearjerker, emotional manipulation from start to finish. The story is Gene Hackman... Smacked someone at a previous school, lost his job. He comes out to Indiana, gets a job, turns them into winners. The local alcoholic is Dennis Hopper, who knows shitloads about basketball. He joins as um, assistant coach. I'm
1: seeing what's happening here. And they win. The yeah, end. That's what I thought. Spoilers. Sounds um, great.
3: A massive critic of this film is Spike Lee. Because mm-hmm. um, the game at the end, they play a predominantly black team.
1: And Don't tell me the Hoosiers are all white. The
3: Hoosiers are all white, yeah. Uh, I believe they're all white. I can't remember correctly, actually. I think they are. Anyway, it's. I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't. It it doesn't sit that's well. That's not great, no. So you and you and and the weird thing is, it's just like okay, and how do they win? Because it's you kind of get this feeling that the team they're about to play is a much more talented team, but it's because they've got discipline. There you that's go. how they do it That beats talent. So it's uh. Yeah, I don't don't know what the moral of that story is, but it's such a good fucking film. It's worth watching. Cool. Okay. Um, Next up, Raging Bull. Released in 1980. Bada bing! Which is weird, right? Because it
1: feels like a 70s film. Yeah, big time. Well, come on. Fucking, it's only one year away.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, fuck you, man. You know, the 70s.
1: I was still wearing fucking flares in 1985, I think. (laughs) Fuck you, mum. You were. (laughs) Yeah, so Martin
3: Scorsese film, obviously Robert De Niro and uh, Joe Pesci, um, shot in black and white, massively depressing, yet incredibly beautiful. Um, I think my favourite parts of that are when they're in the tenement buildings in the summertime, and there's the you can hear like the communal pool in the background through the windows. Yep, and you've just got that atmosphere of like
1: scorching. That's heat. a bit like um, Roma, right? Yeah, 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 very much Again, so. black and white and uh, yeah. sound design when You can when smell the people, concrete baking. Yeah, you, you hear people I mean? further on. Yeah. And there's something very atmospheric about that. Yeah, totally.
3: I and mean, Raging Bull um, probably changed boxing films um, after Rocky as it was, the fight sequences are so brutal. Fuck me, they are. And they're incredible. And they, And the editing on it is just amazing. It
1: must be editing on that to make that,
3: so the editor, Scorsese's editor, is Thelma Schoonmaker, Marker, something like that, I think. And she's, um, yeah. So her, so her work on that film is, is just amazing. Um, um and
1: Shockley didn't get, a, didn't get an Oscar. That's the one you would have thought that he would have got an Oscar, Scorsese, at that time for yeah. for Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh, got it for that shit at the end. He got though, fucking he? departed, right? Yeah, piece of shit. Which All is right. a remake. I fucking anyway. hate that film.
3: Remember the Titans. Another. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> ah, so remember the Titans is another high school film this time it's American football that came out in 2000 directed by Boaz Yakin where can
1: we see that Joe on your Webs, recommended by Simon Rance is gonna check out if you could find it if you could watch that on our on Amazon or um, or Netflix yeah go so this ahead. is
3: set in Virginia um, during uh, well towards um, the breakup of segregation okay so All of a sudden, blacks are joining a white high school and the conflict is huge. They start joining the team, taking um, white guys positions. And basically, it's a story how the coach, the black coach who's brought in specifically because first of all, he's a very good coach, but he's black and they need someone on the on the staff who's black. He comes in. He revolutionises the program with the help of one of the coaches that stays on, the white guy. So Denzel Washington,
1: Will Patton, um, all come together. Everything turns out great, and they win. Fantastic. And racism dies as well after that. There's no more racism in America.
3: Uh, it's yeah. I mean, it's it it cures it cures a lot of things.
1: Fantastic.
4: That's on Disney Life. What, Where are we now on That's your list? On what? It's on Disney Life, which I've never heard it's of. It's on
1: Disney Life, never heard people. Of
4: that. But when Disney Plus comes around, I'm sure it'll be on there.
1: Okay.
3: Next up, Friday Night Lights. Another high school. Another American football movie. Um, but a I very thought that was uh, a TV show. Oh, uh, it was made in a TV show afterwards. Ah, yeah. okay. So it's based on a book by a chap called H.G. Bissinger, mm-hmm. who went to...
1: You don't want to say that with a... Slightly pissed. Actually, I just said the word pissed now. (laughs) Pissinger. (laughs) I've lost it. (laughs)
3: Pissinger. Friday Night Lights. Um, Billy Bob Thornton. Lovely. And uh, set in the South uh, in the 80s. And um, more of the same, they don't win. The star player gets crippled. And can never play professionally.
2: Stop spoiling these films. Oh, sorry,
3: <laughs> but it's so that again. That's based on a true story, and the book is worth searching
1: out more than the movie. I'd
3: say the movie's great, but the book's brilliant because it's pure reportage. So all these films
1: you're saying now, are well, they're mainly seventies, eighties films. I, t- I take it.
3: No, there's a lot of nineties. I oh, was in nineties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Friday, Friday Night Lights. It's got to be two thousand. I think. I think. Remember, The Titans is two thousand. Uh, next up is The Boxer. Directed by Jim Sheridan, starring Daniel Day-Lewis. Now, yeah,
1: I haven't seen this one. I've seen I've seen it around, but I've never got around to. Watching no, it's this. great.
3: It's great, and the soundtrack's brilliant as well. But again, it's um, it's uh, there's nothing glossy about this film at all. So set in set in Northern Ireland, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis comes out of Nick, 14 years in Nick, um, X I X I R A man tries to get back on helping of a boxing gym, meets up with his ex-lover. Um, there's probably not too much sport in it, it's more to do with local gangsters and the such and and redemption. But, but it's saying well though, worth seeing.
1: Is, is Bill Durham on your list? Bill Durham is on the Bull list. Durham, yeah. Sorry. um, yeah, because I was about to watch that, I wasn't sure if I've watched it already. I played the trailer. If you folks go and check out the trailer on YouTube, it's like a fucking porno. It's just him there's and Rene lot. Russo, and then no, it's just, Susan like, just like Susan Sarandon, that's it. Um, Tin cups, just touching themselves up all the time, and like, uh, loads of sex uh, and it. then you even see—is Tim Robbins in it as well? Tim Robbins, yeah, yeah. he's like in his pants as well. Like, yeah, why, I mean, why is he <laughs> naked as well? <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't one baseball bat in the whole thing. It's just like uh, there is a lot of baseball, uh, baseball uh, in it,
3: but there's a lot more sex in it, definitely. There's a lot
1: more sex and drinking. Fucking like porno. Yeah, I suppose so. But hey, it's fucking eight. Bill Durham, Bill, 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 no, no, Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill Dunham. <laughs> Bill Dunham. <laughs>
3: Next. Uh, Okay, Any Given
1: Sunday. Yeah.
3: Directed by Oliver Stone.
1: Lovely. Yeah. Pacino.
3: Pacino. Big ass! Came out in 1999. Not just Pacino, though. The the whole deal of seeing this film is the huge ensemble cast. So you've got Charn Heston. Nice. Cameron Diaz. Mm. James Woods. Matthew Nadine. Lovely. Lawrence Taylor, who was actually a linebacker for the New York Giants. He's absolutely amazing in it. Uh, Jamie Foxx. It's a Great film. Um, it's very fast. Loads of editing. It's all about corruption. It's pretty ugly film, actually.
1: Yeah, I, I, I take it there won't be any heart in it. Uh, if it's well, Oliver is, Stone, I
3: mean, it's it's a real it's a real weird mix-up because mm. Oliver Stone clearly you could tell he fucking loves the game, but he hates the the corporate side of it, and what it it gets it gets lost, it gets muddled, but it's so good. At what it does well, that you kind of forgive it. The soundtrack for this is phenomenal as well. I mean, they use, they must use 50 tracks in this. Do you know what I mean? So you've got from Moby to Robbie Robertson. I mean, it's just like it's got the lot. Uh Next up, that's on
1: Now TV. That's on Now TV. Oh, then, okay. okay, cool. What? I was looking for the. I was looking to watch that the other day. So I, was, I didn't check Now TV. Fuck. He got game, Spike Lee. Yep. 98.
3: Denzel Washington and Ray, Lee, Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis, yeah, who was an NBA player who plays his son. Jesus. Uh, anyone here seen that movie?
4: A long time ago. I wanted to watch it again last night. Oh, uh, oh it's yeah. great. That's, I
3: couldn't find it anywhere though. That's great. So, this is, I mean, this is a. Total, I remember the retention. soundtrack by Public Enemy, Public right? Public Enemy, and but so Public Enemy did the songs for it. Yeah, the soundtrack's by Aaron Copland, who's a classical composer, mm-hmm. and that's beautiful as well. And it starts off with a really, really beautiful montage. And when I first saw it, I thought it was a piss take at the beginning of Hoosiers, right? Because it starts, it looks like Indiana and it's white kids playing ball, and then it goes urban, interesting, and then it goes you know, then it goes everywhere. And it's just like that basketball is universal, of course, it isn't universal at all, but there you go. Um, But, yeah, there's there's a wonderful scene in this movie when Denzel Washington, who is let out to try and convince his son to join the governor's team, right? So he is let out on a kind of false parole to try and convince his son to join a college. And if he does so, his sentence will be reduced. So he's already massively conflicted as a character. His son hates him because the reason he's in prison is that he killed his mum by accident.
1: It did come through there, Joe, yeah.
3: Yes, <laughs> the reason he's in Nick in the first place is he killed his wife by accident in a row. Oh, fuck. so it's already pretty traumatic. But he meets his daughter at the primary school and that scene's I mean, that's as like tear jerking as Paris, Texas. It's really, really great. Uh, next up is Eight Men Out, directed by John Sales in nineteen eighty eight. That is about the Chicago White Sox. They were the first team proved to throw the World Series. Uh, that's worth seeing. That's a massive ensemble cast in that. Jo- uh, Charlie Sheen, D.B. Sweeney, John Cusack. Then you've got Field of Dreams, another baseball movie. Wait,
2: why did they throw it?
3: For
1: money.
2: Okay, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> money. <laughs>
3: Field of Dreams, released in 89, directed by Phil alden so Robinson. So this is Kevin
1: Costner. He's done it. He's done about three... No, he's done two baseball movies. No, maybe three... Ba- no. He's yeah. done three baseball three movies. Three baseball movies. A couple of... Well, golf movie. Golf movie. A track movie. Yeah. Dancing with so Wolves. It. Dan- dan- his, dancing yeah. with Wolves yeah. wolf, a, a wolf dancing wolf dancing movie, <laughs> wolf dan- dancing
0: movie surely <laughs> so a yeah. World was about swimming so everyone, yeah. everyone yeah.
1: knows the story of that so there's probably
3: not, not much point going into that yeah. but that's based on um, a, a short story called Shoeless Joe Jackson Comes to Iowa by a great writer called W.P. Kinsella who then turned it into a novel and then into a screenplay and then we're with Costner again for Bull Durham which we just talked about Directed by Ron Shelton, released in '88. Loads of sex. Tim Robbins in pants.
1: Number six. Moneyball, um, which I saw which last night, like, yeah. you, and you saw last night as which, well, Joe, didn't you? Yeah. It sounds
3: like it could be about sex, but isn't.
1: Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> so this
3: is about Billy Bean, uh, ex-New York Mets player who never truly made it, but took his f- took a philosophy of how to win baseball games to the Oakland A's.
1: So this is like a scientific approach to how yeah, to a construct a Yeah, a very un-American a approach. Yeah, basically. which has been adapted since, right? Yeah,
3: by most teams. Yeah. And has made the game of baseball much more boring. But there you go. Great film. Sugar, which is another baseball movie, but very different. This is directed by Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck, and they made Half Nelson. You ever seen that
1: movie? Do you know what? Ryan Gosling? Yes, I know of it. I haven't... I don't, maybe I have seen it.
3: Heroin Addicted Teacher?
1: Yes. There you yes. go. Yes, yes, there yes you yes, know. Yes. Back in the room.
3: So Sugar is direct, directed by them. It's the movie they made after that. It's about the... And why did you like that film? Because it's about um, the other side of baseball. It's about the farming system and how they take players from the Dominican Republic, Cuba, but especially the Dominic, the, 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 the Dominican Republic. And they you know a lot of players get fucked over they are brought over families are left behind and if they don't make it they're stuck there you know and it follows the story of this one such player Um, yeah it doesn't end well anyway there's a spoiler then you've got the Jericho mile that's Michael Mann's first movie okay Wow so what year was that 1979 so this
1: is obviously before Manhunter yep was that his how, how when did Manhunter come into his uh? So Jericho Mile,
3: then I think it was The Keep, then I think it was Manhunter. Okay, so, so Jericho Mile was a TV movie, um, and it's very interesting. It's uh, starring Peter Strauss. Now, he is uh, inmate at Folsom Prison Lifetime, um, for murdering his father in self defense. Okay. But he runs every day around the perimeter, well, the part that he's loud, obviously, without being shot. And someone starts watching him, and he gets it down to 3.52 for a mile. And they try and get him into the Olympics.
1: Cool. And uh, it it doesn't work out. No.
3: Right. (laughs) Next up, Michael Mann
1: again. Ali. Ali. Now you love this film, don't you? I fucking love. This I've never thrill, seen man. it. I'm not a massive Will Smith fan. No, he's great in this, and he just doesn't look anywhere handsome as Ali. I thought, fuck me, come on, You could have found someone he's else. He's brilliant
3: in this, though. I mean, I love Ali as well. I love the movie, but I love the man. Yeah, so yeah. who doesn't? I was very, very, I was very, very nervous about seeing it, and it's my favourite director, and it's spot on. It's like after Heat, I think it's his best film. I think it's absolutely amazing. So you've got John Voight in it as well as Howard Cassell. Um, all the main, you know, all his corner crew. Uh, Angelo Dundee is played by Ron Silver. Jamie Foxx is in it. Um, it's a long it's, film, it's, but I remember it being a long, long film. Yeah, it's. I think it's two hours forty, two hours fifty, mm. maybe. But it's the attention to detail of Ali which sets it apart. Again, the opening is incredible. The first ten minutes of that, you got Sam cook singing at a gig. You got Ali just jogging, training. Mm. You've got Malcolm X who's played mm-hmm. by Mario Van Peebles. Cool. Um, you know, you've, you've, got, you've got all this stuff, and then you see Sonny Liston, who he's going to fight. Mm-hmm. So it starts, So it's 10 years of Ali's life. It's 64 to 74. So that is the Liston fight when he wins the World Championship, takes it off him, takes it off the night train, and then ending with the rumble in the jungle when he gets it back. Cause, and in between that, when he's thrown out of boxing, you've got the Vietnam stuff. It's great, great movie. Next? You Please. look like i to fall asleep there, so I'll be all right, mate. It's only two to go, okay, right. two only two left, folks. Uh, number two, Avengers Assemble. Yes! Um, <laughs> fuck you! <yeah! laughs> they win number at the two. end. Number two, The Natural. Oh. Yay. Robert Redford. Dr- yeah, Robert Redford, directed by Barry Levinson, released in 84. Um, this is pure popcorn. The America that probably never existed. Look, everything looks like a Norman Rockwell painting. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very romantic ideal of what the States is. But it's so but love well it. it's so well done mm. that you kind of forgive it for everything. Basically, Roy Hobbs, um, Robert Redford's character, as a kid, plays catch with his dad in the fields. His dad one day has a heart attack by a tree. That night a bolt of lightning hits the tree, he carves a bat from the tree.
1: Fuck it's like Shazam, this is a superhero movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and um Many things happen along the way, but he doesn't make it to baseball until he's forty years old, which is lucky because I'm guessing that was Redford's age at the time. Fantastic! But but it's, it's like full of heart. Sounds it's, like but it's but gonna it is, be. It's full of and it's one. It's it's the, it's the perfect one man against the state movie.
1: What kind of what time? What you know? What moods do you like to be in when you put this film on? And what kind of like alone with a fridge full of beer?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> saying,
1: like, is this a is this a date movie? Do you watch it with your? It with could your be a date, wife? but yeah.
3: I mean, I just like I, 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 I want it. I want like it to, feel, me, it's it's I want it to myself. Do you know what I mean? Okay. It's, it's, it's so a you can wank to it. You love I'm not, not, gonna, it. not gonna wank to it.
1: No, I'm not gonna wank to it. Okay. Anyway.
3: Uh, next one. He's totally wanked to
1: it. He's totally wanked to it. He's totally wanked to 40-year-old Redford. Uh,
3: but I might have over the next and last
1: okay, one. Okay, so the last one. So There's a possible one, wanking which film. Which is probably.
3: possibly, uh, maybe I was wrong, maybe this is the one man against the state film. Rollable. Okay. So Rollable, dystopian science fiction movie, made in 75, directed by Norman Jewison. Great, yeah. Starring James Khan. Um Set in the futuristic age of 2018. Woo! Um, where there are no more countries, only corporations. Mm. And there is a new sport called Rollerball. Love it. There is no crime. There is no disease. But there is Rollerball.
1: Fantastic. So far, so good.
3: Yeah. It doesn't end like that. No. Um, Rollerball is one of is one of those key dystopian sci-fi movies of the 70s that fear the future 70s, like Logan's Run, all that kind of stuff. It's great, great stuff. And Rollerball is... Um, Rollerball's is probably the most believable out of all of them because you could actually see that shit happening. It's
1: been a while since I've been rollable. Has it aged? When's the last time it? has it aged? well? I don't think it's aged. I don't think I could see what the only, it. The only
3: the only thing that well I don't know because it's, because of retro chic and how and how scary like the typefaces mm. are yeah, yeah. anyway and stuff that kind of still works. So I'm thinking maybe the roller skates l- don't work. No, do you know what I mean? They've got the rubber stopper on the front, oh and things God. like that. And you're seeing people get killed and stuff. It's just like, you know, getting bashed Around the head by a roller skate. It's just like that would just snap in two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, there's your fucking lot. There's your lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you if fuck you're off. still awake, <laughs> you can fuck off now, guys So um, yeah, if you like any propose. of
1: those, so yeah, just just um, on.
6: no, you're gonna have to wait for this. Tick those <laughs> over your list,
1: and uh, yeah, yeah, put them up on a list because they're all worthy to watch. Um. I've got and some questions on the back of that. Please do, Jimbo.
2: If I was to watch one, which one? Because I've only seen Rocky. Of that and I'm remember right.
1: what Jimbo as a character is, what would it be?
2: Rollerball. Rollerball, Rollerball. okay. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, no, a ice, cynical choice. but they're, they're all quite Northern American sports, yeah. but there's no ice hockey. No. Can yeah, they yeah. good ice hockey yeah. film? Oh, uh, Mighty Slap Ducks. Ducks.
3: Slapshot is great with Paul Newman. That's brilliant. And I think that's the first time i would ever heard an American say cunt as well. Calls a woman a cunt in it And I was just couldn't believe it While he's dressed Head to toe In a tan leather suit Of course
1: Jimbo Your favourite um Sport movie Cool Runnings Oh cool That was my first um. Yeah, I love that man That's nice That's the first movie I ushered When I got my first job In the oh, cinema you? Yeah was it was it? Cool Runnings um, Was that Whiteley's big. Yeah it was Whiteley's UCI cinema In Whiteley's Baseball to London Um, Jimbo W two, you're a Space Jam fan as well. I haven't seen
2: Space Jam. In a oh, you movie, haven't seen time. Space Jam. Oh, I, oh no, you I've haven't seen, it. seen, seen it. it a long, long time. Uh, Wazzawoo-woo over there.
1: Does it? Hello. Up? Um, oh. what, what, what sports movies gets your
6: dick hard? Uh, I think skateboarding. But I was I was chatting to to my wife yesterday, and she and she said like, what sports like film are you going to talk about? And I, I said I'm going to talk about Thrashing. It's a 1986 skateboard film, and she said skateboarding is not a sport. <laughs> and I was like, no. hang on, you tell Tony Hawk that. What will he say? Of course it's a sport. You tell Waza that. I mean, he did the 920 or how many revolutions? I mean, was it the 920? How yeah. many times round is that? So 360 is like a full loop. It's so it's two th- of those, three, three of those in the air off a half pipe Telling me that's not a sport—that is he competing genius. Against somebody? Yeah, totally. They like oh, get well, scored and everything. Yeah, of course sport. it's a sport. I think Subutio
3: is a fucking sport. You know
6: what I mean? Uh, so, so Thrashing is is a is a great skateboarding film. Josh Brolin, early days. Amazing. His film after Thanos. The Goonies. Yeah, I was about to say. Goonies. I didn't realize yeah. that. And and then obviously later on, most recently, uh, No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. He's it's it's incredible looking at. Him early on in that film. So it's two rival skate gangs. The dagger. Then you
1: see him in Infinity Wars and Endgame as Thanos. He's not in that.
6: Is he? he is what? Thanos. Oh, did you love geez. him in that? Fucking let's love bring, him. Oh, he's beautiful. Him he's a sexy beautiful. man. Even, his, yeah, even yeah, he's got yeah, a nutsack yeah. for a chin. Joe's just showing me the picture there. He looks like Justin Bieber. Is that That's not Brolin? Of course yeah, it's yeah, Brolin.
5: Course it is.
6: Beautiful, oh, beautiful. No. He's quite blonde, isn't he? Cell's just... I was curving over that no, picture I, there. I, I don't <laughs> <like blonde. laughs> can't believe it. Joe, so um,
4: any sports movies? Too Aryan for sale. I haven't got anything to add. Rocky, I was gonna say that's probably the one for me.
6: Yeah, yeah. So, so was I gonna carry on? Did you have another? Did you have another? Oh, no, it was just that one, but uh. I, 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 didn't finish. If there's, i go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's two rival skate gangs. Uh, there's the Daggers and then there's the Thrashers, and the Daggers are like wearing studs and all the rest of it, and the Thrashers. Are like skating hard, they're like town people. It's set in LA. It's uh, well, beautiful yeah. sunshine, nineteen eighty six, and it's all building up to the LA Massacre, which is this downhill skateboard race twenty miles downhill along oh, Rance, you amazing. were telling me the so road, the geography. The,
3: you said it you said it's the PCH, right? Which is yeah. the Pacific Coast Highway. Exactly. That runs from Ventura down to Los Angeles County.
6: So so the race is all about that. And then at the end, um I think the most amazing thing and i think it happens a lot with sports films is sort of the the daggers guy falls off his board and the thrasher's guy um wins this downhill race and then he he gets the sponsorship from smash city skates <laughs> or smash skates and the owner of the company like sees him at the end he's being lifted up by the crowd and he says welcome to smash city <laughs> and it's just like this fanfare it's beautiful and then then he gets to see the girl so the the girl was from the other side she was the brother of the the leader of the daggers called hook and it's a romeo and juliet kind of thing nice. and then then they kind of they sort of hugging at the end and you can see the pacific ocean which is incredible and then, then and much hook, colder than it than it looks <laughs> it's freezing and then hook comes along from the daggers and he's he he, he basically says like well done your boyfriend's a lunatic and and that's him acknowledging that that she and him are, are going to be a pair. he's the boyfriend and and the ocean at the end reminds me of true romance when you finish a film like that it's it's going back to where it all began the ocean little organisms but ultimately skating, <laughs> <laughs> skating <laughs> the aliens <laughs> planted our dna <laughs> so goosebumps skating is is a religion mm. it's a lovely film
1: fantastic um, Joe you were just saying Rocky and stuff I remember um, The Champ
6: how did you, how'd you get hold of that movie I got a hold of that movie off of eBay or somewhere uh, where was it Amazon, Amazon. Pe- people work there so <laughs> through Amazon but it's, it's a Spanish version it's like all the writing's in Spanish so I was really worried that when I put it on I wouldn't be able to adjust it but there's ways so yeah. it's actually overdubbed in English which means that that's the original English soundtrack. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not on Netflix or Amazon or anything like that, but it, it definitely is one I would love to show at Sorry. Love is it, to show.
3: It. Is the, did you check the production on it to see who it was made by? As in, it could have been made for a foreign market, but set in the States
6: like spaghetti westerns, do you know what i mean? Ah, interesting. I don't cuz I've never so. fucking heard of this movie. Mm. And that that's why i'm so excited because you're the guru of these sports films. I mean, it's listen it's to all of that. Too
3: far. <laughs> I'm the I'm the sad man who doesn't get out much who watches too many sport films.
6: It's unbelievable. It's the oh, knowledge. Wanker, everyone, <laughs> the knowledge you have of all of it and then when i said Thrashing and you didn't know what it was, I was like, wow. wow. I'm definitely So up please it please sure. watch it please. On,
4: on this website. People who liked Thrashing liked so like you know have the, they have the people people mm-hmm. who expand it pe- people who who also like this like Porky's yeah <laughs> that sounds fucking oh, great. I mean no, it's totally you, tacky, do you like Porky's?
6: I prefer Porky's Revenge. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, it's <laughs> a better really? film. It's great. It's the Empire
1: Strikes Back of the Porky's franchise. Yeah,
6: <clears throat> um,
1: cool. Okay. Uh, what sports movie that I want wanted to bring up was The Champ with um <clears throat> John Voight and this kid god I forgot his name but his, his, the character name was tj basically john void is a down and out uh boxer we well, used to be a boxer but it, it, and turned into alcoholism and then he started to train horses and stuff uh he broke up with his wife um and i thought no Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway i think it's Faye Dunaway. um but anyway it, it's, it's heart wrenching the year. kid is the son who does uh, an amazing um Piece of acting, uh, and it rips your heart out all the time. I'm not going to say what happens, um, but he uh, dies, didn't he? I'm he not spoiling anything, all these films. But um, no, it, it's I don't fantastic. do think it's spoiling the, them. The champ. No, Do no, no this this one you don't want to know the, the end of this film. Okay, it's there's fantastic. some
6: films where you don't want to know the end.
1: I um, yeah, so that's cool. Okay, fantastic. There's a sports uh, movie segment. Um, again, Simon's given us a good list to to go through. Um, we'll probably put up the list underneath the uh, in a in a comment um, the details section. Um, so if you want to go there, have a look at that.
0: Los Angeles Noir City: A cop, a thief. Two sides of the lore, one common interest. Chiropody. Watch two legends of the screen as they take down Veruca's athlete's foot, corn, and in growing toenails. r Productions proudly present a Brian Sex Squash picture. Al Pacino. Robert De Niro. In. Feet. Rated X.
1: OK, so now it's time for Wazza's Well of Weirdness. And as I mentioned before, this is where Wazza goes into his shed, his, his sweaty sex shed, takes all the paraphernalia he needs, locks himself in and just exposes himself to the Internet. Uh, <laughs> and now he's, he's coming back with uh, what he's reported to us. OK, so Wazza, what have you uh, discovered today in your shed?
5: 24 hours shopping in Rapture, Fab Five Freddy told me everybody's high. DJ spinning and saving my mind, Flash is fast, Flash is cool, Francois said fire, Flash no do, when you don't stop, sure shot, Go out to the parking lot, and you get in your car, and you drive real far, and you drive all night, and then you see a light, And it comes right down, and lands on the ground And out comes a man from Mars And you try to run but he's got a gun And he shoots you dead and he eats your head And then you're in the man from Mars You go out at night eating cars You eat Cadillacs, Lincolns too, Mercuries and Subarus And you don't stop, you keep on eating cars you. Thank you.
1: I don't know what to
6: say after that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I literally just came out of nowhere. Why didn't anyone
1: warn me about that? The
6: reaction I was hoping for. I, I didn't even know what question you asked me before I sang that. My heart is jumping. Okay. So, so, this is about a documentary I've seen called Grass is Greener, released in 2019, yep. April of 2019. And it is directed by Fab Five Freddy. Oh. And Fab Five Freddy is Fred Brathwaite. He is a legend in music, hip-hop, art, the works. And he brought all that shit downtown. So he's a cool, cool geezer. And, yeah, he directed this. So I was, I was well intrigued. And I thought, this is going to be one to watch. So I sat on my exercise bike in the shed which I've seen you do. I've, I've walked into that and it's kind of a shocking scene. <laughs> a bit like that,
1: that intro you just did. I walked in, you were like semi-naked. I had to touch you, didn't yeah. I, t- I? And I kissed your back. I know, I were know. Were wearing short shorts?
6: I never wear short shorts. You just wear nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I,
3: I, <laughs> I you were wearing long socks though. I that's was, uh,
6: your thing, yeah, long socks. I had no t-shirt on. I did it for sale though. Just I just knew it way. was going to come you in. Knew here was coming, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, um, the, this This documentary is all about the history of cannabis and how it um, is tied to the history of music in America. And then you go into jazz, which is a a genre that I've never really got into. Um, But having watched this documentary, this is why I love watching documentaries, because you learn so much. And now I'm going to explore further. So jazz was the the biggest advocate for uh, cannabis. And the idea was, I mean, this is what Snoop Dogg said. He said, you know, in jazz, the musicians get high, the music slows down, you can find your flow, you can find your groove. So that's sort of how the film starts, but it's a historical film, and it's it's about the truth. And I like hearing the truth. I, I come from a place where the truth was denied to us for so long, and then when you start hearing the truth it, it really clicks and it's, it's good, good to hear. And this film is genuine. It's the real deal. Um, and then interestingly enough from the jazz thing, you've obviously, you've got Louis Armstrong. So in 1930, he was arrested, um, at a gig in, in Colbert city. And it was at the, the in, interval or at a break, he was outside having a reefer and he, he got arrested for it. Um, and he's, a, he's, he's an interesting guy. And, and listening to the things he's he said, I'm just looking in my little journal here. There's lots of scrawling that I, I scrawled down while watching it. There was just so much. Well, actually, I had to get off the bike because I couldn't write while on the bike. <laughs> um, and now I just would love to share what he said. So he's, ah, he's, oh, where is it? Ah... Uh, uh, give me a chance intermission. here, intermission, um, oh wow, I wrote pages and pages, oh okay, so he was really interested, sorry about that folks, that's right, don't um, worry, we, he's going to read it anyway, don't edit that, we, we need those, he probably purposes. won't be in it anyway, just be the <laughs> Salvador show, don't worry about it, okay, I'm just checking the clock, okay, five minutes, I won't be much longer, so here we go, so he was really interested in why cannabis was illegal. And he told his manager, this is what he told his manager, and most of the accounts they have about Louis Armstrong was his written word and and him talking to his managers and so on. So he said, I'm not so particular about having a permit to carry a gun. All I want is a permit to carry that good shit. You must see to it that I have special permission to smoke all the reefers that I want to, when I want to, or I'll just have to put this horn down. And then he said, I can't be tense fearing that any minute I'm going to be arrested, brought to jail for a silly little minor thing like marijuana. And, and then the the film goes on to, to talk about how, you know, it was, a, obviously it's a political thing, making it illegal, but it, it was targeting black people and, and Mexican people. So, they actually changed the name. It's always known as cannabis, and they changed it to marijuana because it had that Mexican sound. Mm. So there's this big fear about the influx of Mexican people into Texas, and then then um, uh, black African American people into the northern cities. So there was this this fear around it, and they thought, you know, they're going to bring with them their their marijuana, their evil drug and they're gonna feed it to the white people and and basically make their daughters go running off with a black guy or a Mexican guy. It was was just bred out of fear. So the whole thing was there was this, the urban population was shifting, especially in the northern cities with, with the influx of black people moving north. And then there was a ton of anxiety around this population. People were scared of them. And then obviously you wanna get at them, you wanna break up their structures. You you demonize the 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 drug, the the cannabis, and you tell people that it is evil and there's people murdering people because they're on this stuff, and then basically you can outlaw those people through because you're not really allowed to, so you just go at it through some other avenue. So grass is greener on Netflix. I don't want to spoil any more, but if you love music, if you love writing, talks about the, the the Beatnik Generation it talks about the hippies. It talks about hip hop music. It's fantastic, fantastic documentary. I recommend it highly. Thank you. Thank you very much. That sounds great, man. That sounds that sounds
3: pretty. Cool. Awesome. So that's that's on
1: Netflix as uh, at the moment here in the UK. Yeah, Netflix
6: just cool. out April 2019. Imagine, it's I, worth watching.
3: I, I imagine though. It can't be as interesting as you make it sound well the because thing you're is, just you're just uh, <laughs> interested I mean you well, could make I mean if you talk like that about play school we'd all be going to watch that tomorrow it better be good was well I
6: hope so I hope I'm doing it, it some justice because every single line is, is just pure gold and luckily they they like put some subtitles up every now and then when within an, an artistic form they're not the traditional ab- subtitles they come up With what artists have sung and like jazz lyrics from jazz songs it it, it, yeah it is hard and I, i hope i can do it justice there's so many so many good things that's why i've written so much down in this book and then when i finished watching i got back on my bike and i cycled for another half an hour and i continued watching a film that maybe if we get time i'll talk about later
1: Cool. Well we're at the end of the show now so <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I
6: don't want me to end the show No 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 We're is going to do the right? comment section oh, okay. now But no is there, is there another film you need to, you uh, to talk about? No no it, it probably doesn't tie in with this one There's there's a different one I'll talk about Thanks a lot though. Cool 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 Okay so
1: now it's our comment section And I don't think we've got any comments or questions for. for, questions. for.
4: Uh, the one the one. Uh, a couple of people mentioned Fever Pitch Or one person's yeah, yeah. Uh, SR Masters Nicole, mentioned Nicole Fever Nicole Pitch Meaver. Yeah it's a great movie to put well, it's in It's great because it's about the greatest football team they ever lived <laughs>
3: Arsenal Football Club uh yeah yeah it's great but it's just I I football films generally don't seem to work cinematically you've got you've got uh, victory or escape to victory as it's known here yeah yeah which is a good laugh but pretty shit you've got when Saturday comes about Sean Bean at Sheffield United which is fucking terrible. Fever Pitch. The book is amazing. The film's alright. Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't capture
4: what happened that night at Anfield in 1989 like the book does. Cool, 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 cool. So uh, what else? Uh, Simon Wayne says, "Dogtown Z- and Z Boys."
6: Uh, documentary. Movie,
4: yeah. yeah, documentary. True.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have done. We would have done uh, a very different list if we were including documentaries.
6: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was going to talk about that new documentary, Minding the Gap skateboarding one which is very very good i, th- I thought it was so good mm. like these documentaries it's they film them in a different way now they seem like films mm. you know what i mean like well sports documentaries are fucking great
3: when they're done well when we were kings uh, you know that would be number one for me
5: yeah mm.
3: yeah it's brilliant but and you've got 89 um you've got loads of nfl documentaries i mean a documentary about, there's a great documentary about Vince Lombardi, that's absolutely brilliant, but like, if we're going to include documentaries, there probably
4: wouldn't be any movies in it, to be honest. Yeah, really?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think so, because it's real. Yeah. You know?
4: A lot of the movies, a lot of the movies are based on... They are
3: they are based on it, yeah, like Chariots of Fire, obviously, is based on Harold Abrahams, um, but apart from the incredible soundtrack you watch it again it's just like yeah yeah it's a is great it, soundtrack
4: roger bannister right surely that was just down the road as well roger bannister four yeah, minute mile yeah There's, is there a movie about that that's chariots of fire isn't it
1: no harold abrahams
4: okay i'm gonna go back over there Sal, you can take this
1: <laughs> <laughs> cool with well this uh that's the comment section done. Um now it's our recommendations to wrap up. Uh, what we've been into, anything we could recommend, whether it could be a movie, book, podcast, whatever. I'm going to start off. Um, I'm a late adopter to the podcast evolution of horror, which is fantastic. Um, obviously, delving into the horror movies and and all the tropes that exist within that genre. Uh, great uh, host and fantastic uh, guests, and uh, there's you know there's tons of episodes out there already, and so you just literally just pick. The movies you like. So I was, I'm a big fan of The Witch, um, and then I had one on that Hereditary and stuff, and all the zombie movies, and uh, the BBC uh, Christmas ghost stories as well. They discussed, which I'm a big fan of. So that was that's really cool. So that's the podcast, um, the Evolution of Horror. Uh, Jimbo, have you, anything you could recommend, or you're into, or, or you've seen recently?
2: Uh, I'm really enjoying season four of Billions. Anyone watch Billions? No. So is that is that on Prime? No, it's oh. on. I think it's on Now TV. Okay, yeah, it's Sky on Sky it Defo. Uh, yeah, uh, Paul Giamatti, Damien Lewis. Uh, it just gets better and better. So,
1: what season are we in? Did it's you say season, season four? Season four. Okay, so yeah, because I remember I remember it being advertised a while back. Three or four episodes. course cool, so and, and, it, and, it, and it's still picking up well. It's just brilliant.
3: Yeah, fantastic. Oh, I've never seen any of it. Obviously, yeah. I've yeah. seen it advertising stuff. Just yeah. give us a quick briefing.
2: Um. So Damian Lewis is a stockbroker, he's made lots of money. Sounds he like runs cunt. Act Capital. <laughs> Act Capital. And uh Paul Giamatti's trying to take him down. And so it's it's about them kinda at okay, So Okay, so
3: who is Giamatti representing? So
2: he's a uh, he's a lawman, he's the DA. Oh, okay. Um and he's trying to but obviously he's using um less than legal ways of trying to bring down an illegal man. Okay. So they're both by in the any wrong means necessary. Yeah, the whole point is that everybody's wrong, everybody's right and it's that power struggle between the two of them for four series and it just gets better and better
1: sounds good how many episodes per season uh not many so it's 12, 12, maybe. okay course cool. yeah. so it's not as crazy american wise it's, it's not like a, a 24 episode yeah like, yeah no. they're, okay, but they're, cool. they're good You know, oh i'll check that out each. uh simon anything you could recommend to listeners
3: a uh, good book um read this month about the story of the warner brothers um, came out, uh, published by the Yale University Press under their Jewish Lives segment, and it's written by David Thompson, who is a proper go-to film critic writer. He wrote, now hold on, this is a big title, the new biographical history of film. I think it's called that. Anyway, that's like that's a tome of a book. I've got you know that's that's a proper go-to book. Um, it's an encyclopedia of cinema basically, and he's written loads of stuff. He wrote a great book called the whole equation, but the Warner brothers one is brilliant because it's this history of where they came from, where their family came from, how they started Warner brothers, the competition,
1: the anti meant to our listeners.
6: Yeah. I've watched uh, no country for old men 2007. I watched it the other night. I, I keep kind of picking up DVDs here that I've, I watched a while ago. Um, I guess because of the link with with Josh Brolin, Brolin, I said Brolin, Josh Brolin, and seeing him early on in in Thrashin, and it's a it's a lovely film. I just realised now that there's no music the whole way through, which I found yeah. very very weird and and interesting. It's it's just a, a great film. Um, written the story or the the novel written by Cormac McCarthy, favourite. Yep, great author. author. yeah. and. The book is definitely, definitely one of my favourite books. Mm. I'd I'd say top three. So, so that's a good one. And then that leads on to Highwaymen, which is oh, which is on the Netflix. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Um, No Country for Old Men, I couldn't find on on the others, so I, I just watched the DVD. But Highwaymen, you get to see Woody Harrelson, who I've met yes yeah. Woody Halsand. I can see the
1: poster now he signed he oh. signed our Kingpin when we did the Kingpin movie on our cinema uh, one of our posters was signed uh, uh, by Woody himself which is fantastic
6: It was a very special moment and then obviously Kevin Costner's in there in highwaymen which I I haven't seen Kevin Costner in so long I think the last time I saw him probably was dancers with wolves or a sports movie what or sports in Shitloads car- of sports <laughs> movies. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and he's still very watchable to this day. I think he's got that magnetism for some yeah, for some reason, yeah. um, which he's got that little X he's factor. Got,
6: he's got a kind of new man Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah and yeah. Woody Harrelson and, and him have great chemistry throughout the the film. Yeah, I enjoyed they that work, a lot. I mean, well it wasn't together. very edgy, but it looked beautiful. They were both great. Yeah.
3: And it was, you know, it was it was it was atmospheric without ever being too poignant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the ending shall I tell you the ending?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't don't. Um <laughs> <Why>? oh, no. <laughs> no we don't The worst thing, you can't recommend some something to someone and say, this, this is what happens at the end. <laughs> but
3: it's obvious what happens at the end.
1: Well no one if someone hasn't seen it. It's about yeah, I know. Toy, yeah, isn't yeah. And yeah. they get them. <laughs> okay, that is that. No! Joe. <laughs>
4: I, yeah, I've been struggling to find something to talk about, but fucking hell, the last episode of Game of Thrones was, for me, that, that's what I've been waiting for this whole time. I've been waiting for that exact episode. So that's episode three episode yeah. three season the eight. final series we're not gonna we're oh, not gonna we've been the last ever episode no no no, no. Oh. sorry uh <laughs> well i'm not gonna spoil anything have you not watched it but Rance?
3: i watched the first season it was fucking no. horrible
6: no. or was it what is this dark it's for you
4: violent i disagree <laughs> So um, we're
6: not, what were you gonna say you're not, you're not gonna spoil anything i'm not gonna spoil anything because it was a course. big
4: it was a big one if you've been following game of thrones it's about a week but old now though it's so. about a week old i know but we haven't had a podcast for a month That's there's true. another one out tomorrow yeah um but everyone's been complaining there's too dark and you know all this you couldn't really see anything in it visually dark yeah 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 yeah. dark as in (laughs) yeah there was a big battle you couldn't see much but i thought that worked i thought that i thought that made it better in fact because you kind of sit on the that's what it's going to be like in battle surely i mean
1: i didn't enjoy it much because i was i was spoiled so (laughs) i knew what was coming um throughout the whole show um unexpectedly saw a meme online and i was like fucking cunts and uh, ruined it all, but um, yeah. But Anna, she screamed like yeah when 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 the conclusion happened, and I was like, yeah. um, is that it? Does anyone want anything else to to add before we sign off?
3: Uh, what's our next movie?
1: Our next movie comes out in what two weeks time or three weeks time, and it's going to be Conair. At uh, more
3: highbrow high art r- high r- 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 house cinema from Cinema Under the stairs No, we need
1: a, a, a pick me up after some of the last movies we've shown. Um, and that's about it. So, I think that's okay. Our second uh, episodes, the awkward uh, second album. Um, I think it went awkward. okay as well. I think it has been a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah. we all got a bit, a bit a serious. We've got right? a bit serious.
3: Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna throw away all this audio equipment, I think, and go back to how it was I and just what just mine. Yeah,
1: because
5: we've been talking about sports
1: films, maybe. Yeah, um, but no, it's been good. Yeah. It's been lots of fun. I'm really enjoying doing this. Uh, we're not sure what the next segment's going to be. We're going to decide on that for, for next episode. Um, but maybe, hey, give us some comments below and give us some ideas of what you'd like us to talk about. Jimbo? Computer game films. Computer game films, yeah. Video
2: nasties?
4: One. No.
1: Oh Kermit, the oh, Kermit the Log's back. How are you saying, What's Kermit?
4: Doing? Hey, Kermit, how are you doing? Good to, good to catch you. Catch up from the beginning. Listen, send us some messages, and uh, we'll talk about that next month
1: cool um okay so that's about it so uh it's a goodbye from jimbo <coughs> rants bye waza bye and joe see you later good night bye bye
0: The Nostromo crew, awake from hypersleep. A warning! Something else is aboard. It's from a new dimension. It's incredibly mad. Bad and ugly. It has no empathy. No vision. It's a Brexit devil, and it wants to be in you. But out of Europe, a ghoulish sex fiend, the beast forces the Nostromo crew into hideous orgies that none will survive. R&R proudly presents a cosmo wank picture. Malian! A sci-fi porno horror for the Brexit generation. In space, no one can hear you cream.
4: Malian!
5: Ready.